influence on these three lives. Welcome, listeners, to the 32nd premium chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Iraqi Dinar Scam episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Julian Field, and Travis View, <laughs> and TikTok. <laughs> Welcome to the QAnon Anonymous Iraqi Dinar Cash In Guide. A little warning before we go too far into this i don't care if you buy our book the piglet's guide to iraqi dinar investment volume 2 i don't care if you get a triple platinum vip membership to our forums and i don't care if you know where iraq is on a map we've gathered some of the best dinar gurus on the planet here to share their wisdom but it's going to be up to you to buy low and sell high because we're not friggin babysitters okay nor are we liable first up High-profile Iraqi dinar guru Travis View will attempt to explain why exactly all these negative Nancys and humunculus Harrys keep calling what we do a scam. It's, it's not, not a scam. scam. It's, it's an opportunity. opportunity. This will be followed by B-tier Iraqi dinar guru Julian Field, that's me, delving into the dinarian community and emerging very scathed. Also joining us for today's lesson, the very first victim... Uh, investor in the Iraqi dinar opportunity, somebody who has been positive vibes from day one, keeping his spirit open and free. That's right, it's Jake Rokitansky. Let's go. So get out your pipes, because it's time to smoke some hopium and get revved up for revaluation. El dinar ulai rokyu il ako mari. Iraqi dinar scam with Travis View. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you about the investment opportunity of a lifetime. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it's not one that offers piddling returns of 5% or 10% or 100% or even 1,000%. I'm talking about an investment that will earn you over 1 million percent returns. Holy <laughs> shit. That sounds great. Okay, that's that's the highest number of percents you can have. Whoa. Now, if you hear that and you don't say, what the fuck are you talking about? Such an investment is clearly absurd no one could promise returns like that, then you are a good candidate to invest in the currency of Iraq, the Iraqi dinar. While the Iraqi dinar isn't worth much at the moment, investors believe that sometime soon there will be a revaluation, or RV, that will make the Iraqi dinar extremely valuable. The dinar has barely moved in value since 2009 and, in fact, has decreased a bit. However, gullible investors in the Iraqi dinar believe that one day soon, dinar will be valued at its old price again, or perhaps much more, which means that you could invest just a few thousand dollars into the Iraqi dinar and become a millionaire. And to be clear, this is a scam, and this revaluation will almost certainly never happen. Of course, the Iraqi dinar wasn't always almost worthless. It was once one of the most valuable currencies of, in the Middle East, at one point trading at one dinar to 3.22 US dollars, though only very well-connected people could get that exchange rate. However, the worth of the Iraqi dinar came tumbling down after Iraq invaded Kuwait and suffered crippling international sanctions as a result. After the United States invasion of Iraq and removal of Saddam Hussein, the dinar did bounce back a bit, but still not worth much. I checked this morning, and the exchange rate, according to Google, is 1,190 dinars for just one American dollar. I do like the idea that Saddam Hussein was just removed. I mean, he was, like, hung in a dimly lit Bruh. basement yeah. by a group of guys that, Wearing like, fucking ski masks. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, dude, with the, the small removal of... A <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. That bit's not important to the story, so I yeah, kind of glossed on. over Let's it. Yeah, come on. Who cares? Not to mention, wait, not to mention that we fucking brought, we extracted him and brought his ass over here, convicted him of all these fucking war crimes, then sent him back to be hung in some basement. It's like, well, what do we have to do our own hangings? <laughs> I mean, give it, me I a mean, break here. It'd be fucking nice. <laughs> well, okay, but the gallows industry here, I mean, first of all, it's all import. Like, no, we don't make our own gallows here in the no, United States. Anymore. I think, I think <laughs> that we hang people with good old American rope. I what think happens? we need, we need to get back to the days of the Wild West when wood, planks, and gallows were an American commodity traded here in hey, America. Uh, we used to give up all hope and shoot ourselves in the mouth with an American shotgun. <laughs> we need to go back to those Winchester days. We need, we need Americans hung by Americans <laughs> on gallows constructed by Americans. <laughs> Except even after you acquire these dinars, you actually can't do much with them because no one conducts international commerce with the Iraqi dinar. The Iraqi dinar is not listed on the foreign exchange market or Forex, and you can't buy or sell them electronically, which means that the only place on planet Earth where the Iraqi dinars can be redeemed is actually inside of Iraq. There's yeah. only one There's only one way to get dinars. You have to buy cold, hard, physical dinar banknotes. I mean, they're paper. They're can't be cold and hard. <laughs> well, <laughs> medium as temperature the saying goes. I mean, you know. <laughs> in fact, the Iraqi dinar is so poorly valued, it isn't even trusted by Iraqis themselves. According to a 2012 Reuters article, uh, Iraqis generally prefer using U.S. dollars. The article quoted an Iraqi housewife and mother of two who said this. We have no trust in the Iraqi dinar. We feel afraid to save it. We trust the dollar more. The dollar does not go up and down. It is fixed. Yeah, I mean, this is like, would you like uh, would you like to be insured by the guy with the gun or the guy at the end of the barrel of the gun? Like, yep. huh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, speculation on Iraqi dinars began after the first Gulf War when Kuwait's currency, also have to be called the dinar, crashed, then quickly appreciated back to its previous value. Now, someone who doesn't appreciate the differences between those two countries uh, might see that and think that the Iraqi dinar would do the same thing. Yeah. And so shortly after the U.S. invasion, hucksters started promising that the Iraqi dinar was going to skyrocket in value at any moment and sold cash dinars directly from Iraq to American investors. Dude, if we had had the internet, this would this would oh have my God. this would have happened uh, after the Treaty of Versailles. There were <laughs> some fucking assholes would have been selling fucking German currency online. Like, oh no, 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 no! Germany's going to do great. It's Very, building as back. Soon, it's oh back. yeah. <laughs> now, at first, it was just members of the military buying the currency, but now there are countless brokers on the internet who hawk the dinars to low-income folks amateur speculators and retirees who are placing all their hopes on an economic event that simply will not happen. Yeah. Uh, here's the funny thing. The uh, Iraqi dinar scam only works because of a legal loophole. It is illegal in the U.S. and most other major economies to market an investment without appropriate securities registration. The scammers get around this requirement in two ways. First, it is technically legal to sell hard currency for its pneumatic value. In other words, it is possible to sell hard currency as a collector's item. It's just oh, fun, yeah. fun bank notes. Like We're a not, silver dollar. Uh, yeah, silver dollar. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying this is an investment. I'm saying if you want to have Iraqi dinars for fun, then mm -hmm. you, can, you can sell yeah, them. Yeah, Monopoly money. Mm -hmm. Second, some dealers will register with the U.S. Treasury as a money service business, or MSB. Uh, registering as an MSB is something that dinar dealers will do to put on the appearance of registration and government oversight. 
However, the difference between a legitimate MSB and the dinar dealers is that real MSBs are not marketing an investment. Mm. So the comparison of the Iraqi dinar to the Kuwaiti dinar might make sense on the surface, but when I looked into it, I found that they actually have very little in common. So first, Kuwait is significantly richer than Iraq with significantly larger oil reserves. The GDP per capita of Kuwait is even higher than it is in Saudi Arabia. Secondly, uh, the Kuwaiti population is much smaller, 4 million people compared to the 38 million people living in Iraq. This means that Iraq has to take care of 10 times as many people as Kuwait, as well as attempt to rebuild an infrastructure that is still recovering from war with less money than Kuwait. Third, the Iraqi government still has to borrow money to provide basic services. In 2017, Iraq received a $1 billion loan from the United States. And no country which is borrowing money just to function day to day is going to have an imminent revaluation. What was far more likely to happen in Iraq, as it has with other countries, is re-denomination, which is different than revaluation. In revaluation, an adjustment is made to a country's official exchange rate relative to a chosen baseline, such as gold or the U.S. dollar. In revaluation, the currency's purchasing power changes. However, in redenomination, old high-value notes are made equal to new small-value notes. For example, 1,000 old dinars might be made equivalent to a single new dinar. Yeah. In 2012, there was a plan to do just that. The Iraqi Central Bank was going to knock three zeros off of the nominal value of the banknotes of its currency. However, they eventually decided against doing so because they thought that the economic climate wasn't suitable at the time. But that might change, and it's possible they'll re-denominate in the future. If that does happen, the new dinar, whatever, might become slightly more valuable over the long term, but it's not going to turn dinar investors into overnight millionaires. There has never been any reports of any similar plans to revaluate. Yeah, that's just not really how it works. Yeah. It's o- just, otherwise, every time an economy would collapse yeah. like this, people would stockpile the, the bills. Because yeah. they, that, but that's throughout history just never really happened. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so confused and insane. Yeah. So uh, one of the uh, many problems with this investment scheme is that the people who sell the dinars take such a big cut that investors need a massive return in order to make it worthwhile. Uh, so I learned that right now, on the website currencyvault.com that you can buy a 25,000 dinar note for the low, low price of 39 bucks. Now, as of this moment, 25,000 dinars is worth about 21 bucks. So that means that the website is charging an uh, almost 86% commission. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) They're getting fucking ripped off in back alleys, basically. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh my God. So the value of the dinars would have to just skyrocket in a historically in unprecedented way for them to get their money back. And yeah. that's basically what they think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the, the people who fall for the scam are more most likely to be older people. And for example, uh, last month, uh, prosecutors announced that one Peter Schellenbach, 77 years old, was charged for stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars for, from a nonprofit that he ran, including allegedly stealing $267,000 to buy into the Iraqi dinar scam. You've been listening to a premium episode sample of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. We refuse to allow corporate advertisement on our show. 
The goal is to be completely self-sustainable. For a fiver a month, you can support the podcast and get access to a weekly premium episode, plus all the ones we've already recorded. So visit patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month. Thank you, guys. We love you.